Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk in daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. Easter, Easter morning, what a reason to celebrate. I don't know about you, but if you don't get excited about Easter morning, and I'm not talking about looking for chocolate eggs and looking for an Easter bunny, and that said, how many kids you got chocolate this morning? That was a big kid. Any little kids? You're allowed to be loud. I know your parents said don't be loud. I'm asking you to be loud. If you got chocolate this morning, give me a yell. Just want you to know that's one happy kid and about a hundred sad ones. Um, so hopefully you get some chocolate this afternoon. I realize it's not about chocolate. We understand that. Um, but it's about celebrating Jesus Christ. And so here's the thing. I'm not going to talk to you about eggs. I'm not going to talk to you about chocolate. But I do want you to know that Easter morning you're supposed to celebrate. You're supposed to cheer. Because he, here's the thing. I watched a hockey game on Friday night that I honestly thought I would never watch in my life. I'm confessing my sins is what I'm doing. Yeah, we didn't watch the same game because they lost. Um, but, like, so I do know this, that when a team that wore blue and white scored two goals, some of you in this room were really loud. But when it comes to Easter Sunday, we put our, our Sunday best on. Yes, I'm wearing a t-shirt. You'll understand in a minute. We're talking about race to life, so it's okay. Or that's my reason for wearing a t-shirt. I'm not sure yet. But here's the thing. When we talk about our Lord raising from the dead and conquering the grave, there is no better win than that. There is no better Stanley. There's no cup that's better than that. And so when we talk about Easter Sunday and we talk about Jesus raising from the dead, our response should be excitement. It should be joy. It should be something that our non-saved neighbor wants to be a part of. When you walked out of your house this morning, there should have been a smile on your face. When you go home today, there should be a smile on your face and them asking, why are they so happy? Because here's the awesome part about this. We win. At the end of the day, we win. How many Leaf fans right now would be excited if you already knew that they won the cup this year? It's not happening. But how many would be excited? So last Sunday, last Sunday we baptized 13 people. And it was such an amazing moment. It was such an amazing moment to baptize 13 people as they declared their decision to follow Christ for the rest of their lives. 
as they declared that they will identify with Christ and they will walk the rock that he walked, and their identification of being baptized, going under the water, which symbolizes recognizing Jesus' death and us dying to our old self and coming up out of the water as a new person, as a new person. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about raised to life and what does that mean to us. See, Romans 6, 4 says this, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead and through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. You were meant to live a new life. You were meant to live not the way you used to live, not the things that used to hold you back. You were meant to be set free. When you asked Jesus into your heart, you were meant to live a different way because he raised from the dead. See, Jesus, he never hid his ideas from his disciples. He never hid what was going to happen. He never hid it from them. It says in Matthew 16, 21, that from that time on, this is right after Peter says, you were the Messiah. It says in verse 21, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders and the chief priests. Realize, it wasn't the army, it wasn't the soldiers. It was the religious leaders. Lord, help us not to be this religious that we miss you. He was to suffer many things at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and the teachers of the law, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And the disciples still missed it. So if you're in this room today and you're, you're following Jesus and there's times where you're like, I'm trying to be faithful and that I missed something and I'm like, how did I miss it? Don't feel bad. The disciples, he would tell the disciples and they still missed it. And see, here today, as you're here today, God still doesn't hide himself from us. He still wants you to find him. James 4, 7 to 8 says this, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I love this verse because it says when we submit to him, when we submit ourselves to him and live according to his ways, then we will be closer to him. And as we draw close to him, he draws close to us. He doesn't hide. You're not trying to play hide-and-seek. When you desire, when you make the choice to draw closer to him, he will draw closer to you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to come close. And so today is Easter Sunday, the day Jesus raised from the dead. We're going to talk right now just what that means to us. How does that affect our lives? Romans 6, 4 to 14. We're going to read through some lengthy scriptures today, but I just want us to understand what it means. And here's Romans, starting at verse 4. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been, uni uh, if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, 
that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we die with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But, life, but the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself as sin, as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been brought to, from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. Jesus didn't only raise himself from the dead, but he raised us from the dead. He allowed us to put off our old selves. Verse four says this, that we too may live a new life. Do you realize that you were meant to live a new life? Your life is supposed to be different. It's supposed to be new. Even today, no matter how long you've known Jesus or you've never known Jesus, today you are supposed to draw closer to him and be new. Put off some of the old things. Verse 6 says, your, our old self was crucified with him. The old things, the things that we used to struggle with, the things that hold us back, the things that make us sin, these things were crucified with him. Verse 8 says, Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. You have the power to set these things aside because you live with him. Because you draw close to him, you spend time with him. This is where that ability comes from. Some of you might be like, Chad, you don't understand what I struggle with. You don't know what holds me back. But you were never meant to put it off yourself. It's by the power of the Lord that you put it off. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit that you're able to lay down things that hold you back in life, that cause you to struggle and stumble. Verse 11 says, In the same way we count ourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. I find it interesting that the verse says, therefore, do not let sin reign. Do not let. Therefore, it's actually up to us. That's a hard one to hear. That when I mess up and, and, if, and if I sin and, and if I stumble and I, and I do something wrong, a lot of us like to say, well, I don't sin, but I make mistakes. No, there's sin. If I do that, Here's the tough part. I let it rain. It's really weird when you turn the screen to point at the words and it's you. <laughs> That's okay. I was just shocked me when I looked over. When it threw me right off. I'm okay. But we don't let sin reign in our lives. It's a choice that we need to make. And I don't know about you, but some days are easier than others. And some days are harder than others. 
It could be just me, but there's days where it feels like following Jesus today was kind of easy. And then there's days where it just feels like there's every thought in my head, every part of me that just wants to do something wrong. It's Paul's uh, tongue twister, the things I know I ought not to do, I do, and the things I know I ought to do, I don't do, and it just messes with you. But there's times where we have to make the decision, I'm not going to do this, and not let it rain in our lives. Romans 8, 9 to 17 says this, You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life. Because of righteousness, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you and me, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to our mortal bodies because his spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father, by the Spirit Himself, The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. The Spirit that lives in us is what gives us life. It's the Spirit that empowers us to raise from life, to raise to life, to raise from the dead in our sinful ways, and to follow God. How powerful is this Spirit if Jesus Christ himself said it's better for him to leave so that we can have the Spirit of of God? How powerful is that? How much do we forget the power of the Holy Spirit when Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God, said, it's better for all of you if I leave and I send the Spirit? How powerful is that? How much do we need to remember that the Spirit is living in us? Verse 12 says we have an obligation. We have this obligation to follow Jesus Christ. We have an obligation, and it jumps down to verse 16 to say, if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. We have an obligation. Because of what Christ did for us, we have an obligation to put to death our own body. To put to death the desires of the body. To put to death those desires that are sinful. In today's society, we have such a conversation of, well, this is what I want to do and it doesn't affect you, so it's okay. Well, that's not the Bible. There's a difference between earthly-minded and kingdom-minded. We are supposed to follow what Jesus says. And see, 
we already talked about submitting to him, and we don't submit to him until we disagree with him. Your kids do not obey you until they disagree with you. Up to that moment, they just agree. And they're doing it because they think it's a good idea. And as parents, you've all had that moment where you realize, we disagree, but as my child, I still need you to listen. That's what God says. You disagree, but I know better. I need you to listen. I know the beginning from the end, and I know what's best. So you need to listen. Yeah, but this is just what makes me feel good. This is what makes me happy. God doesn't really care if you're happy. He wants you holy. And if your happiness makes you unholy, he would rather you holy than happy. He wants you to serve him because he knows what's best for you. And because of this, we need to follow him. When he was raised to life, he gave us the power to put to death our old ways. Verse 15 says, The spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. We cry, Abba, Father. Everyone in this room, all through society right today, everybody just wants to be loved. Everybody just wants to be accepted. And what you need to hear this morning, especially if you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ, that he loves you. Loves you. Well, Chad, I still do these things. He loves you. He loves you. But Chad, I don't have my life all together. Welcome to Bethel. None of us have our life all together. But we serve a loving God who shows his mercy and grace and he welcomes us and loves us. If you want to belong, Jesus is standing with his arms wide open this morning. Ephesians 4.20 says this, it says, and however, that however, not and that, that however, is not the way of life you've learned. When you heard about Christ, you were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard of your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on a new self created to be like God in a true righteousness and holiness." This morning we're celebrating that Jesus raising from the dead and Jesus being raised to life. And because that he was raised to life, we get, as verse 22 says, we get to put off our old selves. We get to put off our old selves. How many would you love this morning just to be able to, literally like a coat, just take it off and be like, I am done with it. I am done with it. There are so many things in our lives, that, so many things in my life, that I wish I could just take the, my sports, my coat off and just be like, I'm done with it. I would take it off as an illustration, but I'm really sweaty. <laughs> These lights are hot. And then the weird thing is, is later we talk about putting on a new self, and if I put my coat back on, it looks it's so confusing. So you can take off your old self. This is what Jesus has asked us to do. He gives us the power 
to take off our old selves. Verse 23 says, to be made in the new attitude, sorry, to be made new in the attitude of our minds. In the attitude of our minds. How many people here will confess that they just need a shifting of the attitude of their mind? Anybody with me? I think there should be more hands up. I've, like if you drive in Stratford, there's got to be times where you're like, oh Lord, <laughs> renew my mind. Whether it's traffic or potholes, you know that, dear Lord, cleanse my mind of my thought life. But how many people know, if we're honest with ourselves, we may not say it with our mouth, but our mind needs a touch from Jesus Christ. See, the Bible tells us if you thought it, you've done it, so therefore, it's the same. I love the fact that this verse tells me that I can be made new in the attitude of my mind And verse 24 is so encouraging to tell us that we can put on a new self. A new self. So many people this morning, how many people, let's just show show of hands, this would just be fun. How many people went out and bought a new Easter shirt or Easter outfit? How many? Come on, hands up high if you did it. Or you have a special one for today. There, see a few more hands of like, not new, but every Easter I rock it. Wouldn't it be so nice just to think that to get rid of your old self and to put on something new is just like you put on your shirt this morning and you put it on and all the old things were gone and all the new things were here and you were filled and covered with the power of the Lord. Is that not a beautiful thought? Is that not a thought of this is what will change my life? So this morning I've got a few questions for you. The first question is this. How many of you, speakers in the way, i got to come this way. How many need to get rid of the old self and do things differently? Are you willing to admit it? First thing is confession. Nobody's judging you. I think if everybody was honest, this would be it. Second question. How many need to have a new attitude in your mind? And the last question. How many want to put on a new self this morning? How many? And just hear me as I say this. If you're like, oh, I don't know if I should raise my hand, listen to me. Especially the, the, I dare to say, the religious people in the room. Realize that Jesus knew he was coming to be hurt and tortured by the religious leaders. When you confess to one of these questions and you say, yeah, I just need to put on a new self. I just need a little shift in my mind. By no means am I saying that you're not saved. But if you're saved and trying to draw closer to the Lord, the Holy Spirit will poke you and say, this needs to go. If you've been saved for many years, you probably don't have to do much more things to get closer to God. You probably have to get things out of your life. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ and you've never asked him into your heart, This morning, all you have to do is say, I want to accept Jesus, and I'll lead you in a prayer. And it's not just that simple, but when you finish the prayer, he comes into your life. And then the Holy Spirit will lead you as you draw closer to the Lord. And here's the cool thing. As I draw closer to the Lord, other things just seem less important. Other things that held me back just seem less important. Things that I used to think were fun or I used to desire, they just aren't desirable. 
because I want to spend more time with Jesus. I want to spend more time with him, and I want to get to know him. It's just like if you remember when you started dating. If you're married and you started dating, when you first met your spouse, you were like, wow, how are you doing? And it wasn't that they ever asked you to give things up, but you stopped doing them because you got to spend more time with them. That's your walk with the Lord. Things seem less important because his presence is so beautiful. Now, if you know me, um, I like smooth transitions from one thing to another, um, but there's no real way to do that this morning. So I'm just going to shift gears, drop the transmission on the highway, and we're going to shift gears. Everybody good? Um, Some of you have been asking, because we had it in the bulletin, we emailed it out, that this morning there was going to be a special announcement. And some people are wondering what it is. Let me clarify first. Nobody is pregnant that I'm aware of. You would be surprised how many questions. So who's pregnant? Nobody. Some of us are struggling, but nobody. Um, This morning, it's exciting for us. I'm going to show you in a video in one second. Don't play it yet. Um, But we we have, for the last few years, we have subscribed to a magazine called Homefront. And we've given it out to everybody that's wanted it. You could pick it up every month. You could take home and do uh, family devotion, stuff like that with it. Um, I'm hyping this up to let you know we canceled it. I know, but bear with me. You're going to get excited. We canceled it because we are getting you this instead. Watch the video. Make a difference in the world. To love God completely and to make disciples of every nation. But in this busy, mobile, noisy world, it can be difficult to even do the basics, to pray, to read the Word, to bring the love of God to our marriages, families, neighbors, and co-workers. We know you're here because you want to be a part of God's mission on the earth. You want to experience the abundant life that Scripture talks about. You're looking to connect your faith to every part of your life, every day of the week. That's why our church is subscribing to Right Now Media and making it available for free to every member of our church. You'll have access to over 10,000 online Bible study videos on parenting, marriage, finance, discipleship, leadership, and many more. The videos can be used in Bible study groups or for personal devotion. There's also a huge library of safe biblical kids videos. We'd love to see every member of our church utilizing Right Now Media. Small group leaders leading their adult or youth groups through engaging Bible study series. Children enjoying safe programming that doesn't just entertain, but helps lay a strong spiritual foundation. Families spending quality time together, going through devotional Bible studies. Couples using biblical studies on marriage, parenting, and finance. Applying God's Word to every area of their lives. There is something for everyone. We want to help you grow as a disciple of Christ. And we want to help you become a disciple maker in your home, your school, your workplace, your neighborhood, in whatever mission field God has called you to. We believe that this free resource will help equip and unleash you to live out your faith in every area of life, to experience God-centered, abundant life, not just on Sundays, but every day. We are for you, and God is for you. He wants to empower you every day to live for Him. Together, we can be a light in the darkness, a city on a hill.
so let me, let me explain this real fast and try to hit our timeline here. But this, So what this is, is it's a massive library online. Every one of you just received, if you um, subscribe to our weekly bulletin that's emailed out, you just received an email right now that will have a link so you can subscribe to this. Do me a favor, check your junk mail, because most times it goes there first. You click on the link, you fill in your information, and this, you'll have access to this. Also, just so you're aware, it has a massive kids library. So if you're trying to figure out some safe stuff for your kids to watch, you can get on there and you can see all this stuff for the kids. It's just a safe thing. You can download it on tablets, you can put it on phones. It has its app, you can watch it anywhere. And here's the great thing for you, it's free. Now, if you can also do us a favor, I realize it's Easter weekend. How, if you like free stuff, I like free stuff. If I think it's over, if we get 50% of you signed up in the first like three weeks, we get a month free. So if you want to sign for, up for that, if you don't get an email, email the church at info at BethelStratford.org and say, can I please get on Right Now Media? And we will send you a link so that you can click on it and get signed up and get plugged right in. This is something exciting. We think it's going to be amazing for uh, spouses, husbands, and wives. You can also um, go on there, check out, even if anybody, singles, it doesn't matter. I shouldn't narrow it. Anybody can go on. You can watch videos on spiritual growth, parenting, finances. You saw it all. There is so much stuff in there that you will see and grow and just continue in your walk. It's going to be amazing. So this is exciting for us. This is us just giving an Easter present to you and for the rest of the year. And so we'll continue just to bless it. Um, yeah, that's it. So. If you don't get an email, let us know. I'm going to close in prayer. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for such an amazing time together. We thank you for salvations, Jesus. We thank you for life transformation. And Lord, I thank you for our Bethel Church coming together just to enjoy each other's fellowship. Lord, I pray that as we hang out and just fellowship with one another, we get to meet people we haven't met before. We get to see friends we haven't seen in a long time. And Lord, I pray that you just help us uh, just have fun as a family as we celebrate you, Jesus, for giving us freedom. In your name we pray, amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for checking out this week's message, Bethel Church Podcast. We hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you, and that you come back and check out next week's message as well. 